Welcome to the Cowcast, episode 39, Shop Talk. All right, uh, we are back. I'm Eric. I'm James. And it's been a little while. Yeah, like maybe two months. Well, it's 2018. Have we? We did one in January, I think. Okay. So yeah, it's been about two months. Uh, thank you all for the kind words of take your time, get one out when you want to. Uh, it's nice to hear. We know we've had a number of people that have reached out. Um, That's what my parents tell my wife and I about having children. Take your time. <laughs> Put one out when you want to. <laughs> so it's uh, it has been a while since we've recorded. We've been very busy in the shop. There's a lot of things that have been going on, a lot of reasons why we've uh, not been able to record. Some of them have been store-related. Some of them have just been personal things, vacations and mm-hmm. uh, other work getting very busy. So uh, apologies for taking this long, but thanks for sticking with us and waiting. Should we just cut to the chase and get the big news out there? Sure. Go for it. Uh, we are going to be moving locations. So uh, we have had a really cool opportunity. Uh, there's a building that opened down the street. So it's going to be on the same street that we're on right now. It'll just be about a half mile, exactly a half mile down the street. And it was, we've had a lot, for the longest time, we've had a lot of, issues with the location that we're in and yep. what some people don't know is that right now there's a space that um it, and this this has been something that uh we've had some some fun with because we've already had to move it once but uh rented a spot across the street for storage and kind of uh process a, a giant processing area at first it was a three thousand square foot area and i wanted the area because when i was a kid the, the funny thing was it was a second floor of, uh, of a building that used to be a comic shop in Oconomowoc. So I thought that was kind of neat because that was one of the stores that I went to uh, when I was really first getting into comics. And I remember buying uh, a lot of like big, big issues there that really stuck with me. And I thought, how cool is it that now I have a comic shop that, that has an area in the same spot that this old comic shop used to be. So that was kind of a, a nostalgic bit. But then, of course, they decided they want to turn it into a um, that location into like a fun zone. The people that own the building also owned a bar. And uh, they wanted to put they wanted to kind of ape a restaurant in, an, in the neighboring town of Hartford called the Mineshaft, which is a very successful restaurant. And they have a second floor with. Pinball machines, yeah. and you can win tickets, and you know, go redeem your tickets for a mustache comb or something. Anyway, they thought, well, we want to take the second floor and turn it into the essentially what the mine shaft does. So they said, but we want you to stay here, so we're going to move you into the basement. So I'm like, ah, all right, because the rent was reduced. So we moved into the basement. We took everything that we had in storage over there, moved it down in two stories into the basement. And um, long story short, we still have that space because we have no space in the store. Right. Uh, Gaming space is just something that's always been a, a premium for us. Uh, we ran an event this past weekend. It was uh, Pokemon League Challenge. And we capped out on our table space. And I, yet again, we had to turn people away. And it's not something that we ever want to do. But you just, at some point, you you have outgrown your, your britches and you got to get a new pair. And that's what we did here. Um uh, so we, we kind of 
have consolidated. We decided let's consolidate everything. Um, let's get rid of the second building that we're renting. Let's expand our our gaming. Let's uh, get a parking lot. Parking is is our number. As far as I'm concerned, the number one problem that we have. Uh, and this building opened up. The business that was in it uh, went out of business, or they announced that they were going out of business. It was uh, an organic food store, which is funny because I used to run one in Milwaukee. <laughs> and uh, so talked to the uh, the building owner, and he was a really cool guy, and um, he was he he liked our vision. He liked what we were bringing into the space. I think he he saw you know kind of what the what the end goal for the building for for that space is going to be with us in it. And he's been really cool about um, helping us to, to do what we need to do in there. And so we're going to be moving in there starting next month. And it's, it's three times the size. It's got a, it's own parking lot. It is right next to an old unused century building that closed down probably eight or nine years ago. But century is a grocery store for those that don't know. Yeah. Sorry. Regional thing. Um, but the cool thing is the city just bought this old grocery store and they're going to be renovating it into the new police department. So we're going to be right next to the new police department, meaning that giant grocery store parking lot is going to turn into municipal parking. Yep. So we're going to go from having no parking to having our own parking lot and being next to a brand new municipal parking lot, Right. which is really, really cool. I mean, that's a, a tremendous benefit for us. Um, other things we're gonna. This building has a second floor, so we're gonna be able to have all of our gaming separate from the retail space, which is something we don't have now. And there, there are pluses and minuses to that. Um, I think overall, though, for me, it, it the pluses the, the outweigh cons, the minuses. Well, the, I think the cons outweigh the, the pros for having the tables the way we do right now. Right now, yeah, yeah. But over there, it, it's much better to have all that the gaming separate. And I think another thing for that uh, that. The nice thing, though, is that in the new location, the separated gaming isn't going to be separated like some places where you literally, you go through a doorway or down a hall. Yeah. It's an open atrium in a lofted area. So from the floor down below where all the product will be, you can look up and you'll see everybody and like vice versa, the people that are gaming will be able to look down and see the floor. Right, right. Um, So you'll be able to keep track of everything, which is really cool. And it's not as cramped. It's more open. Yeah. I think that, that... by and large, the gamers prefer to kind of have a separated space. They don't want people walking around them and shopping, mm-hmm. especially like if you're playing D and D or something. You're you're in this narrative, you know, and all of a sudden there's a family behind you looking at board games. I think it, it takes them out of it. So what what we've sort of found and identified is that um, places that have these separated gaming areas tend to get more people that show up for gaming. So. Well, and, and more than that, it allows us to essentially say and hold true to it. We always have a table open for gaming unless mm-hmm. there's a major event going on. So we can run concurrent events. We can run Pokemon and have people playing Warhammer or Magic or whatever. So it it gives us a lot more freedom and flexibility in that regard. And we're going to have... Well, first off, we, have, we do have some customers that have um, disabilities that aren't going to be able to go up to the second floor. So the cool thing is there's going to be what used to be the kitchen at this building that we're going into, their prep kitchen. We're going to put some tables in there and have a second room downstairs that will also have about four gaming tables in it. So we'll be able to seat like 24 people on the first floor 
but it's still a separate room. It's not uh, it's not completely shut off. Right. It's just kind of off the main retail area. So we'll be able to keep an eye on that too. You know, if we we it's not a busy day and some people just come in they want a game. We just say the loft is closed, but you're welcome to jump in here and um, so it's really cool. We we really have been a, it, it's going to let us really grow what we've always wanted to be able to do here. It's just, it, it's just we literally have outgrown this yep. building. Yeah, and and that's it's not just gaming. It's comics too. I mean, oh yeah, we are we have boxes and boxes and boxes of comics that we can't get out and we will have the space to do it. It's going to take a little bit of adjustment. Our wall is going to adjust in its shape and its form, mm-hmm. but uh, we'll be able to have many more comics out on the floor. We're looking at adding more back issue bins. Uh, we're looking at kind of growing our recent, our new comic section. So it's it really it's not just gaming. It's all lines of our of our business and all the things that we sell. Uh, it also helps us consolidate that warehousing space because outside of what we've already described, there will be a warehouse area. Mm-hmm. Uh, additionally, there will be with, with a big. This bay is door. The, the key thing for me. It's got a big bay door because right now having no uh, no parking, parking <laughs> at all. So let's say that we're doing a, a just a relatively uh, small local show, maybe on a Sunday. Well, we've got to load up on a Saturday or early on a Sunday morning, but I don't want to get up at 4 to load up. I don't want to be up that early, so I'd rather load up on a Saturday. I mean, we could, but uh, there's nowhere to park. So right. what happens is on a busy Saturday night downtown Oconomowoc here, uh, it's it's hopping. I mean, we're there's restaurants, there are bars everywhere. So there's no parking space for me to park the truck. So I have to kind of pull up and put the flashers on mm-hmm. and then run stuff out and hope that we don't get told by a cop to move the truck. And uh, every once in a while, it's to the point where, you know, we have to haul stuff way, way down to the closest municipal parking lot just to load the truck up. And it's a nightmare. It, it's it, that single issue puts me off of doing a lot of shows just because it's not we we have no real good way to load up and and unload from a show so now what we'll be able to I'll literally be able to back the truck into the building to yep. load and unload and we'll have a staging area for shows we'll have this is show product we just take to, to conventions and it'll be right in the back there you know so we won't have to because now we have to take things apart we have to take them off the shelf we have to take stuff out of the bins we have to take things out of the basement, haul them up to haul outside to a truck and then back down. We're going to have all of this stuff consolidated into one area where we can literally pull a truck up to it. And I'm, I'm psyched. I'm ecstatic about it. Yeah, I agree. It, it's, it's a world of opportunity for us. And for those that have been to our store that listen to us, you know what our store is like. You know that, you know, we're constantly rearranging tables and fixtures and just trying to make everything fit and, the, the nice thing is it's just going to allow us a lot more space. Mm-hmm. So that has honestly occupied us since December. We've been kind of working on what we wanted. And December was more of the phase of we need more space. What do we do? And as time has evolved, it's kind of, well, we found a spot that became available with you know the, the market not being able to succeed as well as it, as it could or it should or did. Um, and it's kind of morphed into that. So it's been a lot of us putting our heads together and figuring out how we're going to do this, what we're going to do. And mm-hmm. we landed, I think, on a pretty ideal situation. Yeah, it's darn near perfect. So, Well, the coolest thing is we looked at a lot of buildings that needed 
a lot of renovation. Yeah. A lot of renovation. Yeah, we went to four or one five in, different places. Right. One in particular that was, that we, we thought, um, initially talking to the building owner, it sounded very promising with everything that they were able to, to do for us. And then turns out that, uh, do for us just meant they would like set up a contractor and we're still paying for it and everything. The building that we're going into now literally needs no renovation. Right. We're, we're going to have to put slat wall shelving up and some more lighting and Move things like fixtures, that. fixtures, but... But, yeah, but we're not going in there and doing any renovation. All of the other spots that we looked at required extensive renovation. I mean, it would have, it would have been minimum at that one. The larger building would have been minimum $50,000 worth of Easily. renovation. Um, some of the other places, half that maybe. But this is just going to be a straight move in. And, uh, again, it... it turned out to be as perfect as can be offices we're gonna have offices um for once i haven't had an office now for uh three and a half years i get an office again which is great i don't count a home office that doesn't count <laughs> um we've got a an upstairs kitchen yep. we're going to be able to offer food we're going to be able to put in pizza ovens uh we're looking at getting a beer and wine license so we can run trivia at night you know um yep. It's it's going to be a lot of fun. It's yeah, going to be right. a lot, really, really up our game on this one. Yeah, we're looking to expand events. Things that are percolating out there right now are, you know, kind of resurrecting a book club that we had started but just didn't have the available mm-hmm. space and, and literally time to do it. Uh, resurrecting that. I don't know if we're going to necessarily get any more time, but we'll have the we, space. We will have, uh, yeah, we'll have the space, and that was the bigger piece. Um, we kicked around the idea of doing sort of like movie night type things, mm-hmm. watching classic films, uh, just to small groups and whatever. And um, so it's really great, like you said, the offices, the fact that we'll be able to have a recording studio <laughs> kind yeah. of thing instead Absolutely. of instead of uh, tearing down this microphone every time that we we get done uh, yakking. Uh, so it's yeah, it's going to be a oh, big difference. Oh, and let's let's talk about the uh, the most glamorous upgrade for the store. We don't have to send people to the bathroom through our back room into yeah. this. I don't, you know, I mean, that bathroom was, that was built back when it was the, uh, hardware store or something, right? No, it was, um, like soda the general fountain? store. They had the soda, yeah, yeah, yeah. the soda fountain. So our bathroom in the store is smaller than any airplane bathroom I've ever seen. It's smaller than any bathroom period I've ever seen. It, it yeah, it's super it's tiny. Smaller than most broom closets. And you have to walk through our back room to get to it. We're actually going to have a very nice bathroom. Yep. Uh, that's that's going to be like public accessible. We're not going to have to send them through a back to get to it. Um, and then we're going to have an employee bathroom. Yep. It's, it's just perfect. It's perfect. So it definitely again, just the upsides and. Does it uh, does it mean that there's going to be some stuff going on with the shop in the lead up to that? Absolutely. Uh, one of the, the cardinal sins for us is uh, closing, unless it's a big holiday, but this mm-hmm. is a special occasion, so we're going to yeah. be uh, shutting down for a couple of days while we make the final move at the very beginning of April, end of March, so if, uh, no. No, 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 no. End of end April. Of, end of, yeah, end of Beginning April. of May. Uh, so we're planning to be closed April 29th, 30th, and then May 1st. We'll yep. do the soft open Wednesday the day. 2nd. Yeah, which yep. is going to be New Comic Day. And then the grand reopening will fall on Free, Free Comic, Comic Book Day, which is th- that Saturday, May 5th, which is perfect because we get 600 people through over the course of that day anyways. So right. we might as well get them in to the new location and drive so, people to that new address. So anyone who's planning a pilgrimage 
for free comic book day. You're going to be going to a new location. Are anyone looking for an excuse to plan a pilgrimage? New location, free comic book day. I don't know how you want to think about those, but, uh, or if you're in the area and you just have helping hands and you want something to do on that Monday and Tuesday, check in with James and I, and uh, I think we've probably got a few things we could put you to use yeah. doing. <laughs> uh, you know, and one thing that I was um, joking about with my wife was we still get people that, the, the store's been here now 13 years, and we still get people that come in and they'll go, hey, I lived right down the street, um, never even knew you guys were here. I'll say, oh, did you just move into town? Like, no, I lived here my whole life. Like, oh, okay. Um, are you not into, you know, is there anything in here you're, you're not into then that you just you never knew about us? Or, oh, no, I like, uh, I like superheroes and stuff. And it's like we get people that literally live down the block and they don't know that we're here. So at this point, um, all of the benefit, the, the main thing that people said to us, was, well, you sure you want to move out of that main intersection? Because we are on the main intersection of downtown. But if we're on the main intersection of downtown and we still have, we've heard this hundreds of times from people. I grew up in Oconomowoc. I didn't even know you were here. We have signs. We, I mean, we're in the newspaper. We're in the newspaper. We're Facebook. We, we have, we frequently have things where we have a line of 50 people up front waiting to get in. We're not a speakeasy, you know. So the, although maybe we could be, that would be cool, kind of fun. Um, the the argument that moving off of this main intersection is, is I, I just don't. I see all of the benefits. Gaining a parking lot is is far outweighing any small amount of lost walk yeah, and, through traffic that we might get. And honestly, so this is where my plus the coverage from the move that we're going to get. Right, my actual degree, geographic information systems, can come into play here. So. Part of the reason, too, why our location in the main intersection isn't as beneficial as people would think it is, is because we are on the opposite side of the street from the main downtown walking loop, from the food district, from all of the activities. And it's a weird thing, but there's, in geography, there's things called invisible barriers, right? So the biggest and easiest ones to think of are things like an interstate going through a city. You'll be on one side of the interstate, And it's a very bright, vibrant community. could be a hipster community, maybe a new up-and-coming, whatever. You go to the other side, and it can be a stark contrast. It can be more minorities. It can be higher crime, whatever it may be. That's an invisible and visible barrier. Well, here we have a purely invisible barrier, meaning people actually have to cross the street. And it's not not like it's your old uh, country bumpkin, you know, one-lane kind of thing. It's it's multiple lanes. There's turn lanes. There's a stoplight you have to wait for. And... When the big festivals are going on across the street, the only time uh, that really we get major foot traffic is people that have been in the beer tent for four hours and need to take a leak, and they don't want to use a porta potty, so they come over here and try any, and use our bathroom. Oh my god! Any time we have that, it's oh. horrible. It's horrible, and it, it got to the point where on the Memorial Day parade, Fourth of July parade, I would just close the store before the parade started because all we would get are people stumbling. Yo, where's your bathroom? Can I use your bathroom? We would have, oh my gosh, I mean, all the time it would happen and, and people would, they would never spend any money, you know, right. and, um, now, and that's not to say though, like we have regulars who come in every Wednesday and they'll be buzzing through and they're like, I got to go and they'll stop and they'll run and they're like, can we well, change sure. your bathroom really quick? Well, sure, but, but you're dropping 40, 50 bucks but a week. A Absolutely. Right. And I'm not even saying that you, first off, we don't have a public bathroom, but my, our hey, point is that, that back room again. <laughs> when, when we have these events, the, the only reason that people come in yeah. is to use the bathroom. Now, um, just recently, they had something across the street called Chili Fest, 
And that is one time you definitely don't right, want the bathroom I, to be so a public I, restroom. I printed out signs that said bathroom out of order, and I'm going on there. I said, we're not going to let people, when they have the, the German Christmas market across the street, which brings in, uh, now they, the city claims it was 20,000 people last year. I, I don't know. I don't know if I believe me. it. But um, when they do have these events across the street, we don't let people come in to use the bathroom. I'm sure not going to let them come in and use the bathroom after they've spent four hours at something called Chili Fest. <laughs> that's that's not happening. Um, N- uh, let's also point out that our current restroom does not have an exhaust fan. Oh, no. I <laughs> so mean, it, yeah. It, you can all bad. imagine. <laughs> it just percolates in the back room there. Um, but anyways, so we, yeah, like you were saying, we don't really benefit from these big things that, that go on downtown. Um, Oconomowoc has a lot of stuff that, it is a very community centric. It is. They have city. the they have the art crawls. They have um, ladies' night out, mm-hmm. uh, which all participating businesses are supposed to offer discounts to these groups of women that are walking around downtown. Now that usually turns into women's booze fest, is what it amounts to. They well, just go from bi- business to business looking for the free booze. It does, but at the same time, a lot of this stuff. Now you would think that as a comic shop, we would benefit from an art crawl, right? People going around to the different. And anything from we we do have some art studios downtown, but the art crawl takes people into all these other local businesses too, or it is at least supposed to. But we're a comic book store; we literally have art everywhere. And I don't just mean the comics. I mean we actually have pages of art, and we have. Yep. I'm looking at a Neil Adams uh, Batman piece of art we've got on the wall right now. We've got all sorts of stuff. Nobody comes in here for the art crawl. Um, they do poke their head in and ask if we're offering booze. That's on Ladies' Night. Well, and the Art Crawl. They did that once on last Art Crawl. I remember the one of the first times I was actually aware of the Ladies' Night Out. A group of women came in, and they walked like three feet in the door. And one of them was dressed up like a witch, because I guess they encouraged them to dress up. And they walked in about three feet, and it was on a Friday when we had magic going on. So we had the tables filled up with like 25 people playing magic. And they, they walk in. They look around. They look horrified. And I said, hi there, uh, can we help you? Anything we can help you find? They're like, what is this place? We said, well, we're a comic store. We have uh, gaming. We offer blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, this isn't for me. And then they walked out real quick. But they were like horrified. I thought it was a couple cosplayers coming in. I didn't know what was going on. (laughs) But it was for this ladies' night out thing. So we don't benefit from these. Um, They do another thing where they shut down. We're on Wisconsin Avenue, which is actually Highway 16, but when Highway 16 gets into Oconomowoc, it's called Wisconsin Avenue, and so you hit the west the end the of... Outside. Right, and you hit the west end of uh, Oconomowoc, and it becomes uh, 16 again. And um, they close off the entire downtown, and they have that... Uh, it's a Harvest Fest, mm-hmm. right? And they call it Harvest Fest, so the whole downtown's closed off, but where do they close it off? Right up to the intersection that we're at. So... Cross traffic is still going, or not cross traffic, but the north-south traffic is still going, kind of essentially cutting us off from being included in Harvest Fest. I mean... That invisible barrier. Right. 15 feet away, the street's closed off and there's there's 3,000 people over there, but... Across the street right now, there's there's traffic going back and forth, and, and we're not barricades. really and the big barricades, so we're not really a part of it. So we don't, we just don't tend to benefit from it. And more to the point, again, to go back to the parking, uh, one of the big things that, that's happening in Oconomowoc, for better or worse, and, and some people uh, 
there, it's a very divisive uh, topic in Oconomowoc right now, all the development that's going yeah. on. Condos are going up everywhere. Apartment buildings are going up e- everywhere. There's a 240-unit senior living complex that, that we were just talking about last night that they're proposing. Um, right now, looking out the window, there's a giant crane putting up um, this this big apartment village uh, thing. apartment well, village thing that's going to have a first floor. Yeah. The first floor is going to be retail with a restaurant and all this stuff. And right behind us, they're they're putting up this monstrosity mm-hmm. on the lake where a restaurant called Spinnaker's used to be. And Oconomowoc is it's adjusting. It's, it's adjusting, a, it's but adjusting to a new phase of its life. It's no longer a sleepy little lake country town. Mm-hmm. It's becoming kind of the anchor point of lake country, I think. Oh, yeah, easy. Uh, a lot of the other smaller cities between here and Pewaukee along Highway 16 are locked into what size they can be. And they've kind of physically grown to that capacity, whereas Oconomowoc has a, still has a lot of room for expansion to the west. So what you're seeing is a an emergence of young and up-and-coming or... It's actually not necessarily young, but uh, wealthy folks that are coming in and buying lake condos for the summer. Maybe they live in Chicago or other areas of the state, and they are uh, they want lake views. They want all this beautiful stuff. They want a nice, quiet, and safe city, which is what Oconomowoc is. Pegged safest as, in safe the state. city in the state. Yep. Um, and yeah, so they're, the they're building all right of now this stuff, like... but it's congesting all of the downtown movement for local businesses. Well, it's, even beyond, besides that, well, and residents. <laughs> you you look at the big um, monstrosity they put out down by the roundabout. Yeah, uh, it, it sits there half empty. I mean, they can't fill the existing buildings, but they're constructing more and more and more of them. And there's the one that they had proposed down on the um, the is down by the isthmus down there. Well, that got vetoed because of the building being the first mm-hmm. house in Oconomowoc. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and there's a big rumor going on right now that the uh, I, I won't say it. I, I don't want to contribute, but I'll tell you afterwards that one of the buildings down there, yep, uh, is potentially getting purchased with the intention of. I mean, if, quite frankly, if you drive down Main Street in Oconomowoc by our store and you uh, you're heading uh, north and you look to your right, you'll know exactly what building it is. Uh, it's the building that looks very out of place because. It, it, it's it look, it's all messed up. I mean, it, it looks like a junk building, um, but apparently that's going to get purchased, and that is prime lake property right there. Uh, the rumor is that they're going to erect something there. Uh, if that goes, so it's just, right now with all this construction. First off, parking's parking isn't good on a Monday at seven a.m. Yeah. Uh, once things really get going, you have the amount of construction going on right now. The construction workers, uh, we used to park in a lot of Spinnaker's, the old restaurant. Well, Spinnaker's was purchased and is now being turned into one of these giant condo buildings. Um, so the Spinnaker's parking lot's gone. Like, it's literally gone. There's nothing there anymore. So all of the construction workers for that park in the municipal lot that is um, south of us. They take that up. I mean, it's every day that, that parking lot's full. Uh, the bank parking... Where the the people that you, is full because of the people used they used to park in that municipal lot they park behind the bank in that separate municipal lot. Um, there's no there's no parking there's just no parking at all and it's only going to get worse. Right. The um, originally what was proposed across the street from us was a parking complex. They were going to actually have a parking building. So the the fun part about that is 
that complex, alleged complex, was the site of my daughter's daycare. Yeah. And the, her daycare is part of a, a Methodist church, and so the city worked out a, a brokered land swap where the city got the property that the church sat on. The church got property that was gifted or willed to the YMCA, which they don't need because they just built a huge uh, new facility on the other part of town closer to the interstate. It's a monster. It's awesome. It's a wonderful city. I'm a proud member. Anyways, um, so there was this brokered land swap of all this stuff, and the Y got money and some additional well, land and it somewhere was, else. Well, it was controversial, too. It was There was a big... There was a hoo-ha. Uh, city, city action to stop the swap. Well, and part of the, the situation with this, too, is that right on the other side of the wall from where we're sitting, uh, on the other side of the street, the bank, the first financial bank or whatever, basically tripled its size because they made this their headquarters. Mm-hmm. And that parking ramp was supposed to be their employee parking to offload on the municipal lots so that the, it would free lots up. Well... We have another lot. We don't have a parking ramp. We have the lot that the is right adjacent to the, the bank in, let's see, it's also adjacent to the post office and a couple other smaller businesses. Um, that parking lot for the bank takes up about 80% for bank parking for their, their employees. And then there's, I think, five spots if you're an actual doing banking business with mm-hmm. them. And then you've got maybe 20 spots in the rest of that lot that are swooped up and gone because the postal workers need a place to park. So then you go across the street where the church was and the parking ramp was proposed. Well, that's all plugged now because of construction workers working right across the street. Well, and let's not it, forget it, what, the, what that municipal lot is also supposed to be for the for the community center. Right. If there's anything going on at the, the Oconomowoc Community Center, if there's a wedding, if there's classes, any kind of classes, events, infor- which, yeah. which they have daily, yep. that's where everyone's supposed to park. Can't park there. It's you cool. can't. Right. Exactly. Or they're, they're parking there and our customers can't park there. Right. All this to say, we fun challenges. There are running a there small are business. Cha- there right? are challenges, but it, with with our view of Oconomowoc, I, I mean, mine personally is that Oconomowoc is growing a little bit too big, too fast. Yeah. Um, at least with the development, we're not seeing we're not seeing the um, the people bringing dollars in to reflect. All of this development yet. Yeah, and I and I so two points quick. One, you talked about the big apartment building that's out on the way to where we're going to be that's been sitting largely vacant. That was an errant building, in my opinion, from the get go, because there's no attraction. There's you can't mm-hmm. really get lake views from No, your, any your of them. view is of a roundabout and a speedway. And you literally are on a triangular piece completely surrounded by roads and there's no grass. Well oh, so, you are right next to the psychic though. We have a psychic in town. Ooh, she should have seen it coming. And she does tarot readings. And th- oh, no, she's got a lot of She can business. align your chakra. That's true. But anyways, um, the other part of it is where we're moving, our new location. All that to say this new location is taking us outside of all of that major construction hub, which is is uh, good, in my opinion, because we are going to be on the main thoroughfare into town. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going to be right next to an Arby's on one side of us. Well, on the other side of our parking lot. Yeah. On the other side of the municipal, soon-to-be municipal parking lot is a Taco Bell. Which? Across the street is a George Webb. Yep. Uh, just down the street from us is the KFC, the McDonald's. I mean, so, like, if you are on your lunch break or you're driving into town and you're stopping to get something to eat, we're going to be front and center. We're going to be easy to access, get on and get in and out of our lot, uh, which is something we don't have right now. 
be much more visible because of the building. The building is a very unique design. It's not, you know, atrociously unique. It's it's kind of a I don't know. It's a the, modern. The front's but, almost got like a Frank Lloyd Wrightish, yeah, uh, which for bunch of angles on it. Frank stuff. Lloyd Wright is kind of huge in Wisconsin. So for those that don't know, um, I think most people know Frank Lloyd Wright. They know him, but I don't know if they know how huge he is in Wisconsin. Okay. Um, let me just cut you off yeah. for a minute. Tell you, you gonna let me finish? So remember the. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> um, but the like we said, you mentioned the Taco Bell, yeah, which is on the other side of the municipal lot, or what is soon to be a municipal lot, which is now the empty parking lot of the Century, uh, the old grocery store. Well, that Taco Bell is notorious for just randomly being closed because of the rampant truck use amongst the employees and um we were we had one of their employees who was in last friday that we were talking and we were talking about the um uh the fact that they're turning that into the police station i said so i gotta ask i said uh that's really gotta cramp the style of uh, a lot of the employees out there i said it's gonna be kind of hard to stand out behind the building uh smoking a J when the uh <laughs> police are coming and going he's like Oh, thank God. He's like, my coworkers are just the most irresponsible people. And I said, is that something that people at Taco Bell are talking about, that that's soon going to be a police station? He's like, they're talking about quitting. <laughs> so at least that'll the, the police will whip the uh, Taco Bell into shape there, which is which is a plus. <laughs> it's a shame, too, because I like that Taco Bell. Well, I do, too, but... I mean, Taco Bell doesn't always like me, but... <laughs> yeah. um, one other thing about the the area of the east area of town that we're going towards there's there's been a big push now um by the city to kind of connect everything from the hardware store when you first come into town down to the end of downtown and there's there's going to be a lot of development people have been buying up there there was this stretch especially by the roundabout where there are these old houses that were just very ramshackle horrible disrepair yeah and i remember kelly and i were taking a walk around the lake one time and um there was a guy, I'm dead serious, she'll confirm this. There was a guy sitting in a chair out front like this, kind of sitting back with no shirt, big belly hanging out, smoking a cigarette, drinking a can of beer with a huge pile of empty beer cans on the ground next to his chair. And he was just looking at us. And we walked by. And I said, this is like something out of like Appalachia or something. I can't believe this is an Oconomowoc. I mean, it was a total eyesore on, on the city. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the buildings just got dem- one of those houses just got demolished, um, and another one I know it was sold, right? Yeah, it was sold. I don't know. I th- I thought that the people that bought it had intentions of refurbishing it, which is going to take mm. a lot of refurbishing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, there, there's going to be a lot of stuff going on with the with an attempt to sort of, um, I guess we we shouldn't really use the word gentrify, but uh, no, I think to, it's an apt an apt description of of Oconomowoc. It's a very gentrified area. Yeah. Well, they they want to have from the hardware store when you first come into town all the way to the end. They want that to be a, a, a stretch. I mean, they want that to to be shopping, the business retail, yeah. exactly. So I think that um, we stand to benefit from that exactly because we are getting in now at the beginning of that before it all kind of blossoms up now of course we'll probably get to deal with some more construction 
in the coming years, but but, that's we'll, but com- we'll have a parking lot. Exactly. Compared with, to where we are, it still leaves us in a much better position. With the potential, there's there's a kind of an outbuilding on this lot that we're that we're going into um, that may end up getting because of the city getting this uh, building to turn into the police station. Apparently, they don't particularly care for the Quonset hut, the Quonset hut. And, uh, they, they may make the building owner get rid of it. And if they do, that'll just become parking, parking. which would be a lot more parking for us. Probably a good 20 to 30 stalls. Yeah. So right now it doesn't matter if there's, if there is construction, we will at least have parking, which we don't have now. And when that becomes, there's little things that, that I thought about too. Like it would be great for us to have our own giant parking lot, right? Well, it's even better to just have somebody else maintaining municip- theirs. <laughs> right, because if it's a municipal lot next to us, 200 spaces or whatever, we're not having to plow that. The city's plowing <laughs> that, you know? Um, so that there are all these little things that work out really, really well for us. And, um, and we just, there are things that we thought about, you know, we're moving further away from downtown, but at the same time, all of the stuff that we've just talked about, we've, we've weighed the pros and cons and, it's far more pros. We've yeah, far, far, far more pros. And and admitted, admittedly, the um, the again, the walk through traffic. Not even talking about the people from the events that come in wanting to use the bathroom. But we get walk through traffic, uh, but the walk through traffic is people that come in. They maybe buy a bag of Skittles and they buy um, a, a pack of Pokemon cards. You know, spend five bucks or something. And we love that business. That's fantastic. But at the same time, the business that we lose from not having parking are the people that are coming out treating us as a destination that may have spent $200 on wall books. So if it's a trade, it's not a zero-sum thing, but if, if we have to trade the the destination spenders for the, the uh, $1 window shoppers, I think it's a total to- a trade that's totally worth it. Right. Um, one comment that we made our announcement on Facebook, and, and I talked to another business owner uh, yesterday about this and she's really excited for us and we talked about maybe doing some kind of um, cross collaboration cross promotion for our grand reopening and whatnot I think would be really cool um, but we were talking about the, the places that are that, that stand to us us leaving yeah we might lose a little bit of walk through traffic um, but somebody made a comment that Taco Bell is going to suddenly get an incredible amount of, of new business from us just being there, uh, which is probably true. I bet they're, they're Fridays or Thursday, Fridays, Saturdays, when we have all those events, you better believe they're going to get a ton of business. Um, conversely, the businesses around here, that the candy shop. To, yeah. You know, the candy shop, I'll tell you, they're, they get a ton of business on Saturday from our, our Pokemon events. And that's going to be going by the wayside. Um, the, well, yeah, I th- really, I think that's probably that's, it. That's probably the biggest one because it's on our side of the street. Yeah. So, so I mean, it's a lot of change, a lot of good stuff. You've kind of literally heard us talk about things right now. This is kind of how our conversations went as we were deciding whether to go with this location or not. Uh, you, you've Hopefully, those of you that have wanted to or, or do come see us, you know, come see us at our new location. Free comic book day is when we're going to have that big grand reopening. We'll have... Tons of free comics, obviously. Uh, we'll, I'm sure there'll be something special going on. It's you know not just mm-hmm. a grand opening to have free comics. Got to have something more. If you do come up, um, or 
over or out from. I guess it just doesn't have to be up. But no. we're we're Wisconsin, so down. we just sort of assume everyone's coming up. Yeah, if you're Canadian, Northern Wisconsin, that's fine. Come down. Um, There's a distinction. Don't... Northern Wisconsinites are not Canadians, but we take well, both. We take that's all. That's true. I, do we want anyone from the UP though? If they can get out from their snow piles, yes. Yeah, I suppose. Um, give us a heads up, and and we'll you know, uh, time willing, we'll buy a beer or something. Yep. Also. Uh, we'd be happy to, if you want to save on um, lodging costs, we do have four offices in this new building. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's we'll, right. We'll charge you half. Bag. <laughs> right. We'll charge you half what the local uh, establishments would charge you. So keep that in mind. We can't promise you any furniture, but. Could always Airbnb as well. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so make sure you come and check us out. Uh, keep an eye on our Facebook page. We've been a little lax on uh, Twitter lately, just with all the busyness that's going on. So. I would highly recommend if you have Facebook, look us up on, on there, facebook.com slash Incredicow, or you can just search for Cowbunga Comics, Cowbunga spelled with a K, and you'll find us, you'll see our journey. Um, I did promise a couple of folks to take before and after photos of when mm-hmm. we get the building and as we move in, so we'll be sure to show some of those, and uh, hopefully everyone else out there is as excited as we are. We're pretty pumped up. I think we're, we have uh, a nervous excitement because we know how much it's going to take to move and how much setup there's going to be, but... Yeah. It's still excitement nonetheless, and uh, yeah. Now well, this we've, we've had a lot of people also volunteer to help, which has been really cool. I mean, yeah. I more than I ever would have expected. There's people are very excited, and people are uh, have been unbelievably gracious in offering all sorts of forms of help from uh, you know people that are carpenters or. Uh, in construction, general you need this moving, or that, right? To people that just trailer, right, exactly. Volunteer. We had our parents. Chris, oh yeah, we had uh, Chris uh, Carpenter said, "Oh, if, if you need help moving," he said, "I got three guys that work that all have trucks and trailers. You know, let me know when." Well, it, it's amazing, and I, I can't think of many other businesses that would get that would just kind have of, these. Yeah, it's, but that is our kind of business. So we're a community. You know, we're we're. Pop culture is, while it's huge and mainstream as far as TV shows and movies, the actual local scene is still very community-centric, mm-hmm. right? We're, a, we're a, sm- a subset of the community. Um, you know, go to a school and ask how many kids read comic books, and you're not going to find too many hands up in classrooms, unfortunately. But that is one thing about us, is when something happens to any one of us here, whether it's you, myself, Sam, Nick, or if it's a customer, it's kind of like an all-hands-on-deck. We do what we can. We try and help everything from physical moving to emotional distress to whatever. You know, it's just kind of the way this is. So to have that support. I have support, a lot of emotional distress. Tell me about it. You know how many nights sleep I've lost because of you? Oh. <laughs> um, no, we just, it is it is a community, and it's rewarding to see that being kind of paid back so to speak i mean it's not like we're do the community part for money mm-hmm. but to have people acknowledge that and, and offer is great okay one, we'll keep taking thing. all the people that want to offer help it's going to be during the daytime probably on a monday and a tuesday is going to be a lot of the heavy lifting so if you're free let me know uh one last thing it is interesting to us how much we get um the last I guess the last bit that kind of went into the uh, thought process of the move, we get asked to participate in a lot of community events, which um, we've discussed this before. You know how, by and large, the 
community participation for us has got to be something really it's there, there has to be some way it, it will benefit us uh, we don't have a lot of time a lot of energy and stuff like that um i think moving into this new location all of a sudden with the space that we will have we'll be able to to be uh to participate a little bit more in some of this uh some of the stuff that we could participate in before um i think you know, i don't exactly know what we've talked about some ideas but i think whereas in the past we we would have to say sorry we just we don't have the time to help out with this kind of a thing or we don't have the space for it or whatever all of a sudden you know do we want to host classes right. we talked about hosting um art classes and things like that do we want to offer this or offer that or offer um you know the ability to host a birthday party there's all these little things that we have never been able to do for whatever reason that all of a sudden now we're considering is a realistic possibility. So I think besides just expanding what we currently do, we're going to add a lot of not just new items, but a lot of new potential um, services and, and things like that that should help us grow a lot. So I think you, I only brought that up because you talked about the community. Right. But, but it'll be kind of cool to see what the reaction to that to that stuff is yeah i agree and i'll also say that i think this episode is going to kind of jumpstart us a little bit we've got a few things percolating i've i traveled for work and then i had a personal vacation and i did make it to a few shops so i'll do another kind of from the road review of a few different places that i can highlight uh james i know you've been i think you've got all the material you need now for the grading one oh, it's yeah, just that, getting it all put together yeah, and it's got to get put together and i could so, do that on my own i suppose if i if i really wanted to well i'll do i'll do the um, episode with you but i sure. think you're driving it i yeah you know as far as us not getting it like, there have been a couple of nights where we were about to record totally something came up fault. well no Absolutely. other things have come up um our ordering has has adjusted which is awesome in great ways so mm-hmm. there's just been a lot of a lot of good growing business yeah. that has kind of and curtailed our recording. we do have, obviously, lives outside of the shop, too, that sometimes, unfortunately, we actually have to deal with, which yep. is yep. It's a bummer, but, you know, it can't all it be is. fun all the time. Right. I don't know how guys like John Mayo are able to put out three episodes a week. I, and it's unbelievable. Yeah. Dedicated man. Yep. So, uh, I, that's all I've got. Anything else for you? Uh, no. Uh, like you said, hopefully we'll be... We'll be a little bit more, um, be able to pump them out quicker. Yeah. Maybe get to at least once a month. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's a problem. No. I don't think. Well, plus now when we put this out, I think people are going to want to hear the updates. Yep. So even if, even if maybe for the next month, we just do a couple with, with updates about short ones. How's this been going for us? What are some issues we ran into? What's worked really well with regard to the move? I think we can probably keep something like that flowing on a steady basis. Yeah. Uh, oh, events, uh, C2E2. Oh, yeah. We will be there right. on Friday. So anyone who's traveling to C2E2, if you want to say hi or whatever, just let us know. Well, we'll be there uh, Wednesday and Thursday as well, but Wednesday at night. But we'll be there for the Diamond so, Retailer Summit. Yeah, which is kind of separated from the show floor. And you have to have a certain badge to get in. So we're kind of yeah. locked. But if you're coming into town early on Thursday, let us know. Or like I said, Friday. Uh, we've had a couple people hit us up that we're going to catch up with when we get there. So that's exciting. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, I, I personally will be going to Heroes Con. My beautiful wife got me tickets for my birthday to go to Heroes Con. When so is that again? It is Father's Day weekend, so June's 15, 16, 17, something like that. 
So if any of you that are listening are going to Heroes Con and you want to catch up, shoot me a message and I will make sure to put that on the calendar of events. Interesting. So, do you want to go? Yeah. How much are tickets? 51 bucks for the three days. Oh, I don't think I can afford that. Yeah, right. Uh, that sounds fun. Yeah, I'll look into it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I think that is it for this episode. Yes? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> all right. So we will uh, hopefully get back behind the mic again sooner, and we will talk to you all next time. On behalf of all of us, thank you for listening to this episode of the Cowcast. You can find us on all the main social media outlets, including Facebook at facebook.com slash Incredicow, on Twitter at Incredicow, or on Instagram at Cowabunga Comics. To send an email to us directly, send it to podcast at cowabungacomics.com, or to join in the discussion, you can hop on our new Cowabunga Comics forum at forums.cowabungacomics, that's cowabunga with a K, dot com. 